What is up, everybody? Jackson Wilkie here, your host with the Digital Mayor Now podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to bringing you today's top digital mayors and marketers to tell you exactly how they dominate, leveraging their communities, social media, and video, making them the digital mayor of their community. And on today's podcast, I am so excited to bring you guys Karen Carr. She is the best YouTube real estate agent that I've ever seen. She drops so much knowledge on how to get free leads and dominate your area by using YouTube. It's 100% free, tons of tricks. So if you thought about doing YouTube, uh, she dives deep into it today. So stay tuned. All right, guys, super excited today. Uh, podcast number four, we've got the YouTube rock star, Karen Carr. Um, she is over in Savannah, Georgia. If you Google or go to YouTube and type it in, you're going to find her, obviously. Um, and she's also at Keller Williams, and she has her own team of Georgia Coast Homes. But welcome, Karen. I can't, like, this is one of my most exciting uh, videos. <laughs> YouTube is what I want to dominate, and you dominate it. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, there is no question that YouTube is my platform of choice because it just works so well. Right. No, totally. And before we, uh, you know, dive into that, give us a little bit about, you know, yourself. How did you get into real estate and, you know, your travels? Mm -hmm. Give us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, let's see. My husband and I lived in Salt Lake City. And then in 2005, he was transferred to Northern California. And I, at the time, had a two-month-old baby and wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. But when I saw what the average house price was outside of San Francisco, it was like, there is no way we will ever buy a house on a single income here. It's just too expensive. So I thought, God, you know, if I got my real estate license and I started selling these price houses, I'll make bank. So I got my license like everybody else did. You think you're going to sell a house a month and you're going to make a million dollars and work 12 hours a week. And that just doesn't really work out that way. But that's kind of how I got into it. And then after about eight or nine years in Northern California, we decided to move to the Savannah area because my mom and dad live here and they were getting older. They were having some health challenges. They were only getting to see their grandkids once or twice a year. So we found, my husband found a job in Hilton Head, South Carolina, which is only about 45 minutes to an hour from Savannah. So we moved to Hilton Head. And then a year later, he got transferred to Atlanta. We were there for two and a half years. And then he got transferred to Savannah. So in the 13 plus years that I've been in real estate, I have to, had to launch myself four times in four different markets which sucks. That is yeah. not easy. I mean, how hard was it for you to establish yourself the first time, let alone four times? So when I got to Savannah, I decided I'd been having a little bit of success with my YouTube channel, but I didn't really have any strategy. I didn't have a schedule. I'd been just sort of winging it and, you know, doing it whenever I had time. So when I got to Savannah, I decided I'm going to do this. Like, this is my main method of lead generation. I'm going to go all in on YouTube. Within six months, I was getting almost all of my business from YouTube. Wow, that yeah. is awesome. And you don't know this, but uh, in some of the other podcasts I've mentioned, I was on the other side working for a title company as a sales rep, uh -huh. um, working with real estate agents. And the number one question is always like, you know, how do I get my leads? How, right. how much do they cost? You know, right. what's the return on investment? And so it's always like the today fix. And so, you, you know, that's interesting because YouTube's free. 
Right, exactly. I mean, right before this podcast, I got a call from an agent in Charlotte, North Carolina. And when he told me how much money he was spending every month on Zillow leads, I just about swallowed my tongue. Right. Like, how do you afford that? Like, how Some do of you them are and the fact that you have to call a hundred people just to get three or four viable leads, who's got time for that? I don't have time to call a hundred people to get three of them to actually work out. When people from YouTube call me, they all work out unless they don't move after all, or they couldn't get pre-approved because they were not credit worthy. But like 75% of them will convert without any effort on your part at all. Oh my gosh. And that is so awesome to hear. Um, but how did it start? Like I went all the way back and saw your first video and it looks, it, it's awesome that you just did it, but you left it up there, but that's what people need to you know realize if they go yes. to your channel, it's overwhelming, but look at where you started. How did you decide on YouTube? Well, it's really kind of a funny story. The website company that I use, I was doing a lot of blogging and I read that if you embedded a YouTube video in your blog, it would help the blog to rank higher. And with my personal website company, the way you do that is you just copy the URL from YouTube and you paste it into your blog. You don't have to upload the native video. So I was using YouTube as a repository for the videos. Like I had no idea that people would be searching for them on YouTube. I literally was just using them as a place to host the videos. So I would write a good blog post and then I'd make a little video to go along with it and stick it in. I mean, at first I was using other people's videos, but then I thought, well, I can't drive traffic to my competitors. And if I'm just gonna take a video from the Chamber of Commerce, I might as well just go make my own, right? How hard could it be? And I didn't stop to think about the technical aspect of it or equipment or lighting or I just figured, come on, how hard could it be? Everybody's got a camera on their phone. Just go out and start taking a selfie. And then when I moved to Savannah, like within a week of moving here, I got a call from a guy that said, we're selling our house in New York. We're going to move to Georgia. I found your videos. I've watched all of your videos. We want you to help us. You know, can you help me? Only he was talking about Atlanta. And I had literally just moved five days before. I was like, dude, you have the worst timing in the whole <laughs> world. But when he said, I feel like I know you already and we want you to help us. That's when I said, okay, that's what I'm doing. Now that I'm in Savannah, I have no clients. I have no money coming in. I have nothing but free time. I'm just going to start making a YouTube video and I'm going to make one every single week without fail. And I have in a year and a half, I've missed one time. And that was when we had to evacuate for a hurricane. So I think it was a pretty good excuse. That would have been a good video though. It would have been actually Trevor Jones, who I'm sure you're going to talk about later, did a video during that same time frame. He and his wife went to Disney world in Orlando and they're like, really, we save up all this time and money to go to Disney world. And now there's a hurricane coming and he did a whole vlog about it. I did not. Right. But that's okay. What a funny story. That's awesome. I so I want to jump in. The, the video of how I found you um, is a video that, you know, if anybody's thinking of doing this, I think it's the best start you can have. And it's, um, you know, living in Savannah, Georgia is the title of the YouTube video. It's got tons of views, tons of comments. I went through all the comments, people like, hey, I'm thinking of moving, think, and they asked you questions dive into that like because that seems like it was a big hit that was a huge hit that's the best performing video on my channel so i had written a blog when i lived in atlanta about moving to atlanta here's why you should and that was a, a good lead magnet for me i got leads from the blog 
when I moved to Savannah, I made the whole blog over again, only this time it was about moving to Savannah. And it's a big, long blog post. It's like 3,000 words. It's got pictures and the video and infographics. And I made a relocation guide on Canva. And, you know, it, it's a really good, robust blog post. But I kind of added to the blog post over time. At the very beginning, it was kind of bare bones. And then I added more stuff over time. But the biggest draw was the video. And you're right, because I did my keyword research up front, and I figured if somebody was thinking about relocating here, what would they type into the Google search bar? Is it moving to Savannah? Is it moving to Savannah, Georgia? Is it living in Savannah? Is it relocating to Savannah? And so I was looking for a keyword that gets a good amount of monthly searches but has low competition. Because if there's tons of competition, it's gonna be hard for you to rank. So I was looking for something that kind of had the sweet spot of low competition, but a very medium to high monthly search volume. And for me, I figured anywhere between like 100 and 500 searches a month was gonna be a good search volume for me to go after. So I posted the video, it started performing pretty quickly. I mean, within a month, I can't remember exactly how long it took. It took like three months for the blog post to start ranking in the top right. five on Google, but it took much less time for the video to start ranking on YouTube. And then people started commenting and I would comment back and then you get more, it's the same type of algorithm as on Facebook, the positive engagement signals help it rank even higher. And then the people would find it, they'd ask me a question, I would respond, then they'd watch another video, then they'd subscribe and next thing you know, they start emailing me and calling me saying, we're moving to Savannah, I love your stuff, will you please help me? That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about and, and i just learned this uh, a few months back from actually trevor jones but you keep talking about keyword search um you know for some that's just completely you know a foreign language can you talk right. about you know how you're help like how you're getting that keyword search sure so for people that have never really done any sort of stuff like this before the keyword is not a single word it's not hashtag realtor it is the actual search phrase that they type into the search bar so whether that's on Google or YouTube, it's a keyword phrase. And Google owns YouTube. So if you have a video that's performing very well on YouTube, it can also rank on the first page of Google results. And so I'm very fortunate. I have a whole bunch of videos that rank on the first page of Google for free. For free. Without pay-per-click ads, without Facebook ads, just because I did the research up front as to what the keywords should be. So you can do that in Google AdWords, but that's not very user-friendly. I don't like it. I like a free plugin called Keywords Everywhere. It is for Chrome, Firefox, and I think there's even one other one now. And it's just a plugin to your browser. So when you open up Google and you type in moving to Savannah, right underneath that search bar, it says 260 searches a month. Competition on a scale of one to 100 is four. You know, it tells you exactly. And if you are, if that's a keyword that it thinks you would be able to rank for, it highlights it in a color. And if it's a bad keyword, because yeah, it gets 10,000 searches a month, but the competition is 0.98 on a scale of one to 100, it gets a 98, you're not gonna rank for that. So right. don't even waste your time. Go after a longer keyword that fewer people are typing into the search bar. But I would also argue, the more specific that keyword is, the higher the intent of the person that is going to then find your video and watch it. So for instance, if I made a video about moving to Savannah and I put it on Facebook, 
who's going to see it? The people that are friends with my personal profile, the people that already like my business page, uh, my mom, you know, my aunt Sally and all that kind of stuff. Do any of them have any intent of buying or selling in my market in the immediate future? Possibly, but most likely no. But if you see my moving to Savannah video on YouTube, by God, you searched for moving to Savannah. So yes. your intent is much, much higher. No, that's, that's a great point. Um, now, there's one other video that I saw too. And as a real estate agent, we're always talking about, look how great this is and how great that room is and how great this area. Everything's great. Like we try and just boost these spirits, but you did another video that spiked and it was, you know, things that were great in Savannah, but also things I hate. And you use that word and that one spiked. So you talk about, you know, maybe playing the devil's advocate a little bit. Right. So I was getting so much traffic from moving to Savannah. I thought, okay, what's another similar keyword? And it was living in Savannah. But I thought, okay, well, what, what can I talk about living in Savannah? So it was the five things I love and the five things I hate. Mm -hmm. Now I'm choosing the five things that I hate. So of course I'm going to choose things that are very easy to, you know, overcome with objections. I don't want to make people not want to move here. But one of the things was, we got some major bugs here. Like when you live in a subtropical climate, you don't get a spider that's this big. You get a spider that's as big as your hand. So what do we do? We have a pest control company come and spray every quarter, problem solved. We don't get spiders in the house. Um, it gets very hot here in July and August. So what do we do? We go to the beach, we go to the pool. Like they're not anything that would make you say, I don't ever wanna go there in a million years. And then I talk about the five things that I love. It's very affordable. You get a lot of house for your money. There are tons of jobs here. There's no traffic. We're 20 minutes from the ocean. So you talk about the good things and the not so good things, but compared to where they live now, maybe even the things that are not so good, they're like, that's no, like I deal with earthquakes now, or I deal with sitting in rush hour traffic for an hour and a half each way every day. Maybe to them, the things that I say are, I don't like are nothing in comparison. Right. And at the end of the day, you're just trying to get, you know, as many views to, um, to your video that you're a real estate agent. And that's why, you know, obviously with social media stuff, you know, the news isn't as big, but you know, for years, the news was the place to go. And it wasn't because it painted this beautiful picture. It, it actually talked about what was happening in real life and it wasn't all the best. So it, if you have that one little keyword that just gets people to the video, but you know, the video mainly is about living in Savannah and really right. how great it is. And yes. we're in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. It rains here. I think everybody knows that, but you know, there's things you can do inside. So you, yeah, you negate that a little bit. Um, right. And you have a good point. I talk about real estate related information. I don't make videos about who's got the best shrimp tacos and, you know, my five favorite coffee shops. I mean, I do those, but that is not the main focus of my channel. 90% of my videos are about real estate and the other 10 are about hyper local information. But when people come to my channel, I want them to know that I'm a real estate agent. I'm not a restaurant critic. I'm not a food critic. I don't want you to not understand what the channel is about and subscribe and then unsubscribe when you see I'm talking about real estate because I I'm trying to attract my ideal client. I'm going to put everything out there up front. If you don't want to subscribe, don't. Yeah. The people that do subscribe want the information and they're happy to get it every week. And that is so motivating. I mean, I, I got to get on the ball too with the um, the, the, you know, the style video and we have found luck. Um, we started doing more of the community style interviews, but again, you know, it's got some real estate touch to it, but 
Today, it's just, you know, most real estate videos are the you look at the three bed, two bath. And our last um, guest, Aaron Stell, talks about that in depth of how, look, in Beaverton, Oregon, there's 80,000 three bedroom, two bathroom houses. Like, talk about, you know, the community, that, like, he talks about the Las Vegas style, um, you know, analogy. So, like, people go to Vegas, they, they got a hotel room just to go sleep at night, but it's what's outside of that room. And you can right. make that real estate related. And that's, you know, more captivating content for your audience. Agreed. Um, can you go into a little bit, um, and, and this is kind of in depth, but I want to learn it first of all, but like your tags, like how are you finding out what tags to use in YouTube? In my opinion, tags are not really all that important. So oh, the first, the thing that's the most important is your title. Okay. And then the next important thing is your thumbnail, because if people don't click on the thumbnail, they can't watch your video. And if your thumbnail sucks, they don't click on it. So if you've made a really great video, but nobody is watching it and you know that it was a good keyword, the next place to go look is the thumbnail. What's the thumbnail look like? If it was a frozen still from your video where you look like this, <laughs> okay, that sucks. We don't want to yeah. use that, key, that thumbnail. We want to make a good thumbnail that's colorful. If it has text on it, it needs to be great big font, like three, four, five words max. We have to be able to read it. It can't be like little tiny text in the corner. We have to be able to read it because most people are watching it on their phone and the thumbnail is this big. And then if, if you're just not getting views, I would, I would revise that um, thumbnail. But then, then are tags. So tags are not like Instagram tags. They are not hashtag realtor, hashtag pretty house. I don't know. I'm trying to think of stupid. <laughs> yeah. They are long tail keywords. It is moving to Savannah, living in Savannah, homes for sale in Savannah. Those are what you're going to use for tags. So you want to have the tag be very specific and relatable to what the topic of the video is. So if I make a, a video all about how to buy your first town home, I'm not going to have a tag as um, listing agent. Like, cause that doesn't make sense. The tags need to be supporting what the topic of the video is. Totally. And, and then real quick too, for like the very beginners, you've got, you know, the title of your video and the thumbnails, the actual picture next to it. Yes. Yes. Correct. Yes. So when you do a search on YouTube and you get this list of search results, how do you decide which one you want to watch? Well, you're going to look at the title and if the title doesn't sound like, well, that's not really what I was looking for, you're going to skip it. And then the next thing you're going to look at is the thumbnail. And sometimes you'll click on a video to watch it if the thumbnail is great, even if the topic wasn't necessarily exactly what you were looking for, just because the thumbnail was compelling. So people will spend like all this time editing and making the movie look great. And right. then they put no thought into the thumbnail, so nobody clicks on it. Amazing. And... Does that, does the time, like the, the length of the video matter? Have you found? On, on, yes. So compared to Facebook video, on, on Facebook, we're always hearing the shorter, the better, right? right. It's got to be super short. That's not the case on YouTube. YouTube rewards you for watch time. So the longer you can keep people on their platform, the better they rank your videos. Um, you don't want to make it so long that you're just rambling and you're saying the same thing over and over again, but it doesn't have to be 90 seconds. So I think anywhere between three or four minutes and 12 minutes is great. If you can keep people watching for 12 minutes, more power to you. 
I, I tend to make my videos somewhere around the five minute length. So guys, she's completely built a business using free tools, you know, on, on YouTube. It's also gotten her to, you know, if you're a Keller Williams agent, she's going to be, I just saw on your Facebook page, you'll be speaking at the reunion, correct? I am. Yeah. On Friday, they emailed me and said, we'd like to invite you to give a presentation at family reunion in New Orleans. So I was like, ah, I can't even believe it. That's I've so never, cool. I've never been to New Orleans. I've never been to a family reunion and now I'm doing both and I get to present. So I'm super excited. Well, and I mean, you built this complete business and now you've told everyone, Hey, I'm doing a weekly video. There's people out there with the objections of, I don't even know where to start. Uh, how do you even do too many, you know, enough videos? Like where do you get these content? And then here you guys are, you're getting so many leads. You're getting so much business from it. You are just doing more and more and more videos. So let's help these, you know, anybody listening or watching, what are like some of the best videos, easiest videos and, and, or categories to, you know, start with? I think neighborhood tours are probably the easiest way to get started because you don't even have to necessarily be on camera. So one of the objections I hear all the time is, right. I hate how my voice sounds. I hate how I look on camera. Okay, go make a video where you're not even on camera for the first few. Eventually you have to because mm -hmm. the reason that we're on camera is because that's how people get to know, like, and trust you. Right. Not only is it good for the viewer because they're getting to know your personality and they're going to decide, do I like this person? What I want them to represent me. And if they do, they're going to reach out to you. So yay. But also you're attracting your ideal client. So if I get on my video and I'm wearing a three piece suit and I drive up in a Lamborghini and then when I meet the client for the first time, I'm wearing flip flops and shorts, they're going to be like, this is not yeah. the person I thought I was hiring. So you are doing this. For selfish reasons, you're putting your personality out there because you want to attract people that like you the way that you are now. So if you don't want to be on camera at the beginning, get one of those mounts that goes on your dashboard with like a big suction cup and it holds your phone and then go to a neighborhood, turn the phone around so you're shooting out through your windshield or like GoPro makes all these suction yeah. cutouts. Like we put one on the, the side view mirror and my husband drove really, really slowly and I had my hand out the window hanging on that camera so it didn't <laughs> fall on the ground. And we just drove around the neighborhood at five miles an hour taking video of the subdivision. And then you'll go do a voiceover at the end where you say, here we are today in Savannah quarters and the average house price is and the average size is and the average time to sell is and here's the golf course and here's the pool and here are all the amenities. Because if people are looking to move to that neighborhood and they Google it, all they ever find is like the, the page from the builder that has a couple of different floor plans and it talks about how fabulous the whole thing is, but people don't get to see it. So now you're showing them what the actual neighborhood looks like, not just the specific house. You get to see the house, but then you get to see what's next to it. You get to see what's across the street. So I think those are great videos for getting started and they perform really well. I mean, I've got a video, the very first neighborhood tour I did, it's got to have 5,000 views at this point. Yeah. And that's all organic. It, it's a two or three year old video, but I've never once promoted it anywhere. I've never wow. done a Facebook ad for it. That's all organic search. And then underneath the video, there's a link to my website where you can search for the available homes in that neighborhood. Hello. Yep. Give them a reason to click because once they click to your website, now I could retarget them with an ad if I wanted to. Yep. I mean, I don't need to, thank goodness, because this attracts enough business all by itself. Right. But that's a great way to get started. Mm -hmm. No, I, that's a great, you know, 
Sebastian, we had on a couple of podcasts said he went to the city and there was a huge new development where like people were waiting in line to sit. Like, I mean, it was a huge thing coming. He went to the city, got all the floor plans and did a video about it and it That's blew awesome. up. Yeah. That's so awesome. it's, it's funny that you say that too. Um, yeah. You just have to know what people are searching for and then yes. make a video to satisfy that need. If you know that they're looking for information on that subdivision and there is no information on that neighborhood, go make a video about it. You'll rank number one in no time. I know. And then, like you said, if you're putting it on Facebook to your friends and family, they're not the ones who want that information. Right. There's people actively searching and it's not in your neighborhood. It's people from across the coast, different countries and they're, they're going to be searching those keywords and seeing your videos. So that's just an awesome, awesome idea. Um, so there is one other thing that I saw. So I, I really started super creeping your, your YouTube site. And, uh, <laughs> I was starting to like notice the trends and the spikes. And it looks like you started doing a lot more. Um, here's five things. Here's 10 things. Are, do those lists work really well? They do. Those silly listicle things always seem to do very well. I, I don't know what it is about it, but yeah, if you do any sort of um, internet research, you'll find out that a topic that has a number in the, the title seems to perform very well. Plus it encourages people to keep watching to the end because if they know if it's a list of seven things and we're only on number four, they have to keep watching and find out what the other three are. Yeah, that's, and then again, posting one of those to the real, or to like a Facebook page won't resonate as much. So. Some of the other ones I really like that you do that any real estate agent can do were the tips on preparing to sell your house. Like mm -hmm. you had one that was about paint colors and that was, had a lot of views. You maybe talk about some of those ones that have worked really well of tips we already know because we're real estate agents. Right. Yeah. You know, at the end of the year, you get those emails from realtor.com or NAR where they talk about the hot new paint trends for this year or something. It was one of those. I got the email and I clicked on it and it said, um, surprisingly, if your house had a blue front door, it sold for X percentage more money or something. And I thought, that's it. Who knew? Like, I would never think that I should paint my front door blue. I'd think red and yeah. never think blue, but, or black. So, okay. You know, and then just make a video about it because the average consumer does not know that stuff. And if they're thinking about selling, that's good information. So you can make a video talking about this stuff and then you can have something free to give them in exchange for their information. So if you've got a website or you've got a landing page, maybe you say, download my free, you know, 10 steps to getting your house ready for the market. And you just take one of those generic staging guides that everybody has, but you make it a little bit different. You brand it with your name and your logo and everything. They click on the link, they go to your website, they have to put in their information to get it. I will tell you that probably 90% of the time, the information they put in is valid. And if I ask them for a phone number, they usually put in a valid phone number because they wanted the information. Right. Here's the favorite part now. So then when I call them and I'm like, hey Joe, this is Karen with Georgia Coast Homes. I saw that you just downloaded that free guide about paint colors. They go, oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to you. You're like a celebrity. And the first many times that this happened, I died laughing and I said, dude, I am not famous at all. It's so funny that you think that. And they get all starstruck. They think that you're on million dollar listing or something because their perception is that you are on TV and therefore you must be famous. And I can't tell you how many people have said, what do I need to do for you to work with me? Like, are you busy? Are you too busy to take my business right now? Like, how can I get you to choose me? And you're almost like, 
am I on candid camera? This is a joke, right? Because right. it's so funny that that is their perception. So it, it's hilarious to me. Totally. Um, I was, and I use um, TubeBuddy, so I'm going to try and, yeah. you know, I'd like to look at yours. I don't know if one's better than the other, but TubeBuddy is another search optimization tool that I use. Um, and here, like a, one of the videos or a video that I thought of, cause it's the most looked at thing when it comes to real estate is how to sell your house by yourself, like without a realtor. Mm -hmm. So if you're a real estate agent, do it, tell them how they can list their house by themselves. Yep. Um, but it's going to be plugging, you know, if, if it is difficult, you know, or if you have more questions, reach out and call me, right. uh, that would be a really cool, that was the most searched thing in our, at least in, that I saw. So yeah, I did one about how to put your house on Zillow. Oh, and of yeah. course, you're telling them how to do it, but then you're also pointing out all the things that suck about it. Like you're going to be bombarded with sales calls. And this is why, let me show you, when you put your listing on Zillow, we've got the three featured premier agents. You're down at the bottom. Theirs is in color. Yours is in black and white. You don't have a picture. So the eye is drawn to this one. When they fill out the form, it's not going to you. It's going to the agent who's spending a thousand dollars a month to get those leads, which is why you're then going to get a bunch of phone calls from real estate agents because they spend a thousand dollars for that lead. By God, they're going to follow up on it. And oh, by the way, this is what the average photo looks like. These stink. Don't take phone. Don't yep. take pictures with your phone. You need to have professionals. So look at the difference. Um, where are you going to advertise it? You can't just throw it up on Zillow and think that that's going to magically sell your house. You've got to do some advertising. And so you're going to pointing out all of the, the drawbacks to doing that. If they can do it themselves, more power to them. And if they can't, I'm just here to help. You can feel free to reach out to me. That is so great. Yeah. You're here to help, but you're by putting all the, the, the pinch points out there and the tough that's going to overwhelm them because everybody says, Oh, I can just put a sign in my yard. It's not that hard to sell a house. Yeah. And then when you go through all the things that, you know, that happen, it, it's going to overwhelm them a little bit. And Hey, you were the one who gave them all that great information. You know, I'd love yeah. you to help. Um, that's I mean, one of the things that works so well with YouTube is that you really cannot be a salesperson. You cannot be a pushy salesperson. So when you're making your video for YouTube, you just very briefly introduce who you are. I'm talking like, hey, everybody, I'm Karen Carr. I'm a realtor with Keller Williams in Savannah, Georgia. And that's it. You yeah. don't go on telling them about all your designations and how you're a top producer and yeah. you know, you're so great and blah, blah, blah. And call me if you know anyone to, looking to buy or sell. We don't really do any of that stuff. Instead, you just give them all of this valuable information. You put all your contact information on the video in the description down below and on the channel itself. If they want your help, they know how to find you, but they love that you are not being a pushy salesperson. Totally. And so go into um, the process of, of how you build out your video, like hooks, you know, the content, how are you kind of building out your videos? Yep. In the very beginning, we have to have a hook. So the statistic says you've only got seven seconds to capture their information. So let's say that my video is going to be about why do I need a home inspection? I just spent 400 bucks on an appraisal. So your hook might be, why do you need a home inspection? Well, that's what we're talking about. So don't go anywhere. Okay. And that's it. Like it's a very, it's a little teaser. It's enough to tell them that this is what the video is going to be about. So when I clicked on it, is this the right topic? And hopefully, yes, that was the same as your, as your title. So they say, yes, I'm in the right place. Then you have a little bit of your branding, whatever 
elements you use, you know, your logo, your brokerage logo, whatever, just some little visual thing with music behind it. That's your branding element. Then you come in, you introduce yourself very briefly, like what I just said. Don't be rambling on and on about how great you are and why you're better than all your competition. You just want them to know why you are qualified to be talking about this subject. I'm a realtor. I live in Savannah. You know, I've lived here my whole life or anything else you want to say that's very, very short. Yeah. And then get into the topic of the day. So all of that stuff that we just did should take no more than like 20 seconds tops. And then start talking about your subject. When you're all done at the end, have some sort of call to action. So if you did a neighborhood tour, you might say, so thank you so much for taking this tour of Savannah Quarters. Are you looking at other neighborhoods in Pooler? Click this video right here where I talk all about, I don't know, and you yeah. do another neighborhood tour. Or you might say, click this link and go to my website to download my free thing. Or, hey, I've created a free Facebook group for all of the residents in this particular neighborhood. You should click it and go join it. Wow. You know, whatever your call to action might be, but your call to action is not, if you know anyone looking to buy or sell, call me. Okay. It's way too broad. Make it specific to that video. Okay. Much better results. Oh, that's, I love that too. Cause then it's taking the sales pitch out of everything again. Too. Right. It's just, yep. you're a normal again, person. You're just giving them all of this value, which they appreciate and love. And in return, they're willing to give you their contact information because they don't feel like you're just a real estate agent who's going to spam the hell out of them for the next year. Yeah. And I mean, if you got 100 views on a video, that's, you know, 100 people that searched that topic. Whereas if you got a hundred views on a social media platform, maybe none of those a hundred, you know, does that relate to them? So the message will be a little more powerful to the people who actually, you know, searched that out. Um, Agreed. And for Facebook video in particular, Facebook counts it as a view after three seconds. Right. My video is five minutes long. They only had to watch it for three seconds for it to say that was a view. Mm -hmm. Not a view. So, yeah. oh, I got 1,700 views on my video. No, you didn't. Yeah. You probably had 10 people watch it all the way through. Right, right, totally. Um, well, I, I mean, I think we've gone pretty well in depth to, you know, how you've just dominated with YouTube. And we'll, um, we'll talk about, too, how you're helping a lot of people do this, too. But there's one other thing I wanted to ask you since you're on here. You've started incorporating like 3D tours and 360 tours. Um, are you doing that out of your office or? No, it's really funny. I, I, um, I work with a lot of military. My husband is retired Air Force. And okay. so a lot of these, like I've got people right now that are stationed in South Korea. They're coming here to be stationed at Hunter Army Airfield. They're not going to come look at houses every Saturday. They're in South Korea. So you can go to a house and take a video for them. But what if you used a 360 camera so that they could really get a better feel of like the whole layout of the floor plan. And somebody that I was Facebook friends with, her name is Lauren Taylor, who's a big realtor in San Diego, developed a software platform for hosting these 360 videos. Cause you can't email it to somebody. It's like 300 meg by the time you take yeah. this video. So she created a platform called the Savvy House Hunting Platform. And I thought, what a great idea, but I, I don't want to sign up and pay for it because I'm a cheapskate. So I'm going to try to do it myself. And I'm going to either upload it on YouTube or upload it to Facebook. After about three or four weeks of doing that, I just said, oh, forget it. Where do I sign up? And I've been using it ever since. It's probably been a year and a half because it just makes my life so much easier. So I email the list of, of homes to the client. 
they go down and they say, no, no, no. Ooh, I really like this one. No, no, eh, this one's a maybe. And then I will go over and preview the property for them, take the video, upload it to this portal. When it gets uploaded, it sends them a link. Hey, you got a new video to watch. And it's me in the house saying, ew, it smells like dog. You really yeah. need to you know, tear this carpet out. It's not a Matterport tour okay. where the house just looks perfect in every way. It's real. It, it's me saying the house itself is lovely, but it faces the garbage dump. Or, you know, the, the kitchen is nice, but, um, you know, the guy next door has seven junky cars in the side of his house. And you're going to be looking at that every day when you look out your window. So I'm trying to give them, you know, the house warts and all, because if they're going to make a decision, if they're going to make a buying decision, from all the way across the world. Yeah. I want them to really know what it is that they're getting. So I've had many, many people buy houses sight unseen. I always encourage them, come see it during your inspection period so that if you have to cancel and get your earnest money back, you can. But there have been people that were like, I don't have that luxury. Like I cannot fly here from across the world. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna believe that the video is accurate and they have not seen the house until closing day. Right. And and again, this is people who are searching this term and they could be anywhere in the world who found your videos. Right. So, you know, you got to kind of prepare yourself that, you know, a lot of these people searching, you reaching out, they're moving to Savannah, they're moving to Portland and they're not from there. So having, right. you know, a few extra tools in the belt is, you know, just adding more credit to you. Um, and it makes it really easy to convert a new client. So if you get a buyer lead over the internet, normally... I think buyers are fairly easy to convert anyway, but this is just another way for you to say, I'm doing something that nobody else is doing. I can do this for you. And by the way, I'm not going to charge you any extra money for it. Or you could, if you wanted to, I, I choose not to. Mm -hmm. I'm just doing something that's going to show you the value that I'm adding so that it's a no brainer. When I say, here is my buyer brokerage agreement, please sign it. Cause I'm not going to go out and take a single video for you until you've committed to using me exclusively and they do. And if they don't sign it, see ya. I'm not, I'm not even getting out of bed for you in the morning. <laughs> if, if you're not signing my buyer brokerage agreement. Yeah. How, how are the majority of your like YouTube leads come in? Do they, do they just flat out call you? Yeah. Wow. They either call me or send me an email or text me. And a lot of people do click on the link and go to my website and fill out the form. Um, the very first lead I ever got, that's what he did. So I got a home valuation lead from my website. So the email comes in, so-and-so has put in his address. He wants to know what his home is worth. And when I called him and said, how did you find me? He said, oh, I actually, you know, Googled you and I saw all your YouTube videos and we're going to be transferred to Virginia and I need to get my house on the market pronto. Can you come over and list it? And that was awesome. So I like having a way to capture their information because if they're serious, they're going to put in valid information. But I can't tell you how many people text me at like 930 at night when I'm sitting on the couch watching TV. And it's like, we need to sell our house. And I saw your videos. Are you available on Saturday? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my. It's just, I, I mean, it's so great. I know. I, I love that. And that's so my personality. Like I'll help anybody in the world, but I hate bugging people. Like, Agreed. I do not want to cold call. I do not want to call FISBOs and expireds. I do not want to call my sphere every three months begging for referrals. I just don't want to do that. I want to put the information out there into the world. And then the people who want my help will call me instead. And I, I really suspected that that would work. But I didn't know how long it was going to take and I didn't know how long it would 
um, how effective it would be. So I'm kind of shocked at how well it started working and how quickly. Does it help with the obligations on um, like commissions? Because, you know, we have all these discount yes. brokers now. And- yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they see all the videos that I'm doing for my listings, and by the way, those are not the best performing videos on my channel by far. The by people far. that have a YouTube channel and when I go and look at it and it's like 75 listing videos, that's I mean, it's great. We got to advertise our listings, but that's never going to get a potential client to call you because they felt like they were connected with you because you're not even in the video. They don't see your face. They don't hear your voice. It's just, and half the time, it's not even a video. It's photos stitched together in a slideshow with music set behind it, which is like such a cheater's way out. I'm sorry for you that are using those companies, but that's not even a video. Right. So um, when a seller sees that and they're like, whoa, look at this cool video she did for my property. And when I say, here's what I charge, rarely do they push back on the commission. That's yeah. And Sebastian said the same thing with all the objections coming nowadays and how you have to like go in there with these huge listing presentations and stuff. Now everybody's just calling him and the topic doesn't even come up most of the time. So um, this is just, I mean, I feel like I could go all day, but you know, we've been at this for a while. I'm sorry. I don't want to monopolize your time. No, this is like, this is exactly the path that, you know, I'm going to go down hardcore as well as I do feel, um, you know, we're doing the community restaurant interviews and those are working really good on the social media platforms, uh, watching the food videos and stuff. But I want to get into that YouTube. I mean, I've got a channel that I'm doing stuff, but it's not, it's not, you know, like yours and I'm going to just start mimicking that. And I think everybody else should. So now let's get into how do they find you, your YouTube channels. And also you have a really awesome coaching program. Let's talk about that too. Sure. Well, it was funny when I first started making the videos weekly and I was putting them out there for the first month, nothing happened for the second month, nothing happened. The third month I started getting inquiries from other agents and I was like, why would anybody be Googling real estate agent information in Savannah, if they were a real estate agent somewhere else, like I couldn't even figure out why people were watching my channel if they were a realtor. And quite frankly, I've I've got like 1800 subscribers on my channel now, probably 1700 of them are real estate agents, but I'm totally okay with that because they give me positive engagement signals and that helps YouTube rank all the videos higher. So if you want to subscribe, go for it. It is youtube.com forward slash Karen Carr Real Estate. And Karen is spelled K-A-R-I-N. So Karen Carr Real Estate. Um, But after I started getting these calls over and over and over again, and then I would have a phone call just like what we just talked about right now. And 45 minutes later, I'm like, oh my God. Okay, I'm like so far behind now on doing my listing appointment, you know, pre-ready stuff because I've spent all this time on the phone with an agent. And then five minutes later, another phone call comes in. So I thought... Okay, if I made a course for YouTube for real estate agents, would anybody at all be interested in taking it? So I made a video about it. And of course, 100 people signed up in the first two weeks or something to be put on the let me know when it's launched thing. So I don't really do individual coaching. It's more like group coaching, if you will. It's an online video course where I teach all of the stuff in depth. They watch the video, they do what it says. They watch the video, they do what it says. And then we have a private Facebook group So they can go in and share the video that they made and ask for feedback and constructive criticism. And I can get in there and answer questions as well. So I launched that in July of last year and that's been pretty great. I think I've had something like 165 people go through it so far. And and I'm sure it's helping all of them too. 
It is. I mean, I, whenever somebody posts in the group, oh my gosh, I just got a lead or oh my gosh, one girl uh, a week or two ago said she got a $900,000 buyer. Wow. For a free video, right? <laughs> free video. Jeez. And then uh, that Facebook group is named, what was it? It is called YouTube for real estate agents or sorry. Yeah. The Facebook group. So you go to facebook.com and then it's YouTube for real estate agents is the name of the group. Perfect. Yeah. And there's also a ton of free content in there too, that you're teaching. So, I mean, she's, she's giving out the playbook too. And then <laughs> obviously just there's nothing she can do about it. And I'm sure she's more than happy. Like people going there, watching her stuff and, and copying it. I mean, I'm fine with that. I mean, seriously, we all are in different markets. So right. if I'm moving to Savannah video and you make a moving to San Antonio video, that's totally fine. As long as you're not completely plagiarizing somebody, right. it's perfectly okay to take their idea and put your own spin on it and make it pertinent to your own local market. And that's great too. Mm -hmm. And then the course, if anybody is interested in it, is just at youtubeforagents.com. Awesome. 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 Well, I am ready to get to work on my YouTube game. And, uh, but I, I, I thank you so much for coming on. This was just incredible to get that insight from you. So, all right. Well, Karen, you have an awesome day and I got some work to do on YouTube. <laughs> all right. Get cracking. All righty. All right. That is a wrap for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, if you want to learn how to dominate your community, we have a free Facebook group called Digital Mayor Now. We are teaching everything from YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all different lead generation strategies, video strategies. It's an incredible group and it's 100% free. So make sure you go find it and join it. That's Digital Mayor Now Facebook group. Now go be the digital mayor of your community now.